Hey everyone, welcome to the Footprint Futures podcast, where the founders of Footprint, Danny Schultz, and myself, Sebastian Gia, interviewing leading entrepreneurs and sustainability innovators. In each episode, we want to learn from these inspiring change makers in the climate tech space on why and how to accelerate the world towards a sustainable future. Hello everyone, and welcome to Footprint's podcast. Today we host Cornelia Beinzer, founder of Melon. Through this podcast, you will learn the importance of developing a successful strategy for your startup, what are some common misconceptions around plant-based and vegan food, what are some important discussions that need to take place, and the importance of young entrepreneurs taking action in the sustainability area. Enjoy the podcast. All right, I'm here with Cornelia Weinzier. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Uh, so we're going to talk about your startup, Melon which actually uh, was founded in Munich, uh, similar to actually Footprint, which was also uh, founded in Munich, and uh, which is basically a vegan community and a uh, startup around vegan food. Um, but I think for the audience, it would be really great if you could just give them some more insight about your background a little bit, your journey, how, how did it all start out for you, and what is Melon exactly? Okay, so... Um... I am coming from the background of software engineering. It's just my passion to code, to work on digital projects. And my second passion actually is food. I love food. Um, like it's so important to my life. And this is actually also where the idea of Melon came from because um, I often met with friends, let's say at the ESA in Mun Munich and um, I always brought my own food because I've been vegan for over six years and I was just like, okay, let's do just the, the simple way. I'll take my own food. And then um, friends just casually asked, yeah, can I try it? Can I try it? And then at the end, it was like always gone. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so apparently it tastes good, right? And then But also when I talked with them about this topic, about sustainability and about um, veganism, it always came to a point where people were like, okay, th but this must be so difficult. And I, I'm afraid that I do something wrong. And um, what are the things that you have to watch out for? And so I found myself in a position where I knew that there is still like a huge gap between people who really want to um, engage in a more health conscious diet, but it's really like a hustle to get connected and to become a part of this amazing community. And so I thought, well, I can just kind of combine my two passions, which is being like the social software side and combine it with um, social activity and food. And so, um, that's kind of where Melon started and up until now where we are like this crazy and beautiful, diverse um, community on our platform who share their food. And well, basically, so Melon actually is digital platform for social dining, social dining in a way that you are able to book um, meals from people all around you in your neighborhood and um, just join their table, eat with them, connect with them, or um, you can choose to just take your um, serving and have it to go. 
or you can become your host, a host yourself and share your um, vegan food with people around you. That's basically the concept behind it. And also, of course, heavily connected with our idea of breaking down stereotypes around the plant-based diet and also engaging in facilitating a diverse community, a diverse society, but also keeping an eye on um, making sustainability like very easily accessible. That's kind of the whole like overview of Melon. Mm -hmm. Super nice. Thanks for the, the overview. Uh, it's, that's really an amazing journey. And like, how did it start out at the very beginning? I mean, did you do some test events yourself, even probably without an app back then? Uh, how did you prototype the experience before you were starting to develop an, an, an app actually to scale it? So actually, like we did so many, of course, like also just gatherings, just casually connecting with people, but also asking a lot of people what their struggle was when they became vegan and also people who are interested in like fitness and health and stuff like that, what they would really like to see on the platform, what would make it easy to really experience a health conscious diet every single day not just like once or twice but but casually every day and so we had a lot of talks a lot of great talks and tested it all throughout the journey and um yeah so yeah i would say we from the kitchen it just spread and spread and spread and developed from there super great And could you talk maybe about any kind of major challenges that you were facing in the beginning? What was some of the the key challenge that you faced when you know you you went ahead with your idea? So of course, <laughs> the most major challenge was that we were founded in at the beginning of 2020. So definitely, when all of the pandemic started, and it was really a question like to ourselves, like is this the right moment to do this and to, you know, to build a community platform when community and social distancing, like were actually kind of like, it was looking as if community would be shattered first, but we really then had, because we had, you know, we had this concept of people joining one table, but you weren't able to do that. So um, we really, answered our questions by this is actually a really great time to focus on the people that are around us to help them to support them to show that we're still there and um, of course in while being safe of course and so we also um, we shut down the option to join tables but to we still had the to-go option and people were able to like see each other from a distance and ex exchanging food because this is kind of like our love language saying i care about you and it kind of became like a sign of hey we stand together we're still there um we help each other this is what the people who were using melon from in these first months uh, told us they were like really happy to see their support coming from this community not only online but also like from your neighbors from your colleagues and people you really care about yeah mm -hmm. oh, that so. makes sense 
And did you, how was it with COVID? I mean, uh, obviously, as a organizer of events, let's say, right, uh, did you have to, um, you know, publish any kind of guidelines for that? I mean, that is constantly changing in each area of Germany even. So I think where you started out, like, was there any challenge around that as well? So, I mean, it was kind of a challenge, but um, so when you sign up on Melon, you agree that you will um, kind of accept the community standards. And in these community standards, there are a few sections like, okay, this is about fairness, about respect. What are the hygiene standards on our platform? And of course, there was also a, a whole paragraph about COVID, how we deal with it how to be safe there so it was kind of an like an add-on to the things that were already important to us because safety and security and and hygiene were always in like our the centerpiece of our community already so um we of course we are in such a close um relationship with all of our hosts and we um listen to them if they had struggles um, and if they had questions, we were always there for them and just kept talking to each other. And so, of course, it was not expected, but it was not necessarily that much of a challenge to us. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. And sort of like what was uh, what was your when you were starting out? What was your strategy in growing it? And maybe still is your strategy in growing the startup? Um, our strategy is really connecting with our community, like being there for them, because like um, there, of course, you will always be more engaged in it when you hear it from other people who had really great experiences, because it's also about trust in a community. It's all, always about trust. And so we really engage with our people. That's why I'm also like, Today I'm in, in Berlin and tomorrow we are going to have a really great picnic with uh, our community. We are just keep in contact. I think that's the key point that is so important to our community, just talking and spreading the word um, amongst friends and colleagues and people, you know, and uh, via this, it spreads like in all the it spread like in all the different cities already it's like i heard from him or i heard from her and so this is kind of our growth strategy but it's all like very organic i'd say mm -hmm. yeah. makes sense and uh, did you face any challenges so far when it comes to growing the the app and uh, the startup also when it comes to maybe user base etc any kind of key challenges that you face and maybe some strategies how did you overcome them so, I mean, when we grew, we kind of had the plan that we wanted to spread from the south to the north. And we wanted to go from Munich and then Stuttgart and then Frankfurt. And we wanted to be like, step, 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 like step, step, step. Um, but we then it kind of jumped over to Cologne and people were really excited about it. And we were like, you know, we had this plan, we wanted to to be only in these cities, but we, we saw, okay, there are other cities as well. So instead of making it so linear, we became so much more dynamic and flexible in the cities that we are based in and, and kind of let our community 
and have the confidence in our confidence in our community that they know where they want to grow and work with that rather than giving them okay this is the plan city a and b we want to be there first looking what are they doing and what where do they want to be and what is the community doing there and then responding so this is kind of the key learning we had when we grew our community because for example in cologne people are like just growing and growing growing and we didn't even like advertise it at all there so we were just like okay apparently many people are stoked about this idea there so we can engage with them there and um, facilitate the growth there rather than us being like we have to be there and there and there yeah that's kind of and then also uh, probably uh, what i'm hearing a little bit is you know staying flexible and adaptive in terms of like your overall launch strategy because sometimes you don't know you know how the wind changes and you may have to go along with it right yeah or emphasize it right i think that's a little bit also what i'm hearing definitely um, definitely yeah and you know when it comes to plant-based food or vegan food in fact like very often um you know i think there is a certain tension maybe in the society maybe also about the um well about the stigmatization of people who are, might not do it uh, sometimes feeling a little bit like there is a little bit of tension or maybe also some misconceptions around vegan food and plant-based food uh, besides yeah. the misconceptions that you already have mentioned that it doesn't taste that great which is obviously yeah. wrong but how how is the experience for you and what kind of discussions do you do you hear while you know uh, engaging with, with with different people in the society mm -hmm. so i think that when it comes to that topic most of the times the initial like feeling is that you have to change everything on one day it's like all in or nothing which is really of course you are overwhelmed and of course you are oh my god i have to change like basically my whole life from one day to another and that's not how life works so we also try to really um tell people and tell our community hey this is an open invitation for everyone who wants to try it maybe once maybe twice and who knows maybe it evolves to being like every day, but maybe not. It's just very, um, very up to you and a very personal decision. And it's not like there's one approach that is one fits all. Like all the people on our platform have a different story to how they became vegan or if they are not vegan, that's also totally fine. As, as I said, a really open invitation. And in fact, um, in the, when, because sometimes we also host events, as I said, people are really like mixed. It's not just people who have been vegan all the time. It's sometimes people come by that have never heard of plant-based food, but are just there to uh, connect with nice people. And maybe they move to a new city and just want to share like awesome experiences. And so um, it's really, I think about giving veganism a face rather than them and us. That's like the major problem, I think. It's like I making a, like a, building a wall where there has to be none. And this is like, I think one of the major misconceptions about plant-based diet. And also not a misconception, but also like, it's always nicer to hear it from people that you like, what kind of like, let's say milk alternative tastes better 
then you finding out, which is also nice, but finding out all the 10 different alternatives yourself, you know, it's, it's also about support. I think that's what many people struggle with, just having support in this journey mm -hmm. from others. And I can imagine the another aspect is probably the aspect of belonging, because I think people find like-minded people uh, on the platform, right? Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's a great advantage. And I think it was an interesting point that you have mentioned that the aspect about social, right? So maybe there's even a person who is actually maybe almost more interested around the social factor of that event, or like eating together, maybe then around like plant based food at the first glance. Yeah. And that could be a way to introduce this person to such a lifestyle. Yeah, based on that, you know, someone gets introduced basically to, to such a topic and can softly start to see if that makes sense for the yeah. person can experience for themselves. So I think the social factor, I think that's, uh, I think also very attractive for people. And another thing is obviously that I think you are said very correctly, that it's if sometimes it can feel like an all or nothing game. It's the same when we talk about uh, what we're doing with footprint and sustainability, that people think it's like an uh, all or nothing game. Um, yeah. But in fact, it's so important what we learned, it's so important to, to celebrate the small wins and to celebrate the imperfection that just daily lives brings with people uh, yeah. and like totally tolerant and respect that and not stigmatizing someone uh, who has a you know a cheat day or you know has to do a certain action that that you know just happens because i think not everything is always fully in control and change takes time and so i think that's the problem that sometimes people stick the goals too high from the very beginning and just feel overwhelmed and then just drop off uh, so I think a lot of similarities there. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. That was su such a beautiful like summary of what I want to try to say is really this kind of also cheering up each other when they achieve something great because greatness takes time. And this is like really amazing because this is actually why I called melon melon. Um, it's actually because watermelon, of course, it's vegan. And you, most of the times you will share it. Well, of course you can eat a whole watermelon by yourself if you want to, I'm not judging. Um, but most of the times you share it with friends, let's say on a summer day and, or while being on the lake or at the Isa, it's just coming from a very positive mindset and celebrating each other. That's all about good feelings. And I think that's what, is really important for sustainability as well, because this is like a huge, it's such a huge and impactful topic that we need to kind of, of course, not deny the things that really need urgent and need to be done, but also making it fun to do it and being rewarded and seeing the progress in this, in the whole journey um, of the people. So I really, really liked your, like your last sentence as well, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and thank you so much for for following up and and I think a really powerful story. I mean, you're already touching on sustainability, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, of the connection between you know plant-based food and sustainability is, I think, obvious for the audience. But yeah. I think it would be interesting to understand maybe from your perspective what are the advantages of plant-based food or the overlaps that you're seeing when it comes to the plant-based food lifestyle and the vegan. Uh, area and the benefits for uh, sustainability, maybe in a bit more detailed level. Yeah, definitely. So of course, um, if you look at the 
our food culture, it's very meat-based and meat is one of the main polluter on this planet um, in terms of water consumption, for example, land consumption. And it's um, just known to be like, it's when you more climate like positive than the other um, diets that are out there. Um, but come like having taking that aside as well as like also being very empathetic with what your actions have for an impact on this planet. I think a lot of things about um, veganism is really about awareness. Like what what do I take from this planet and what do I give to this planet and the people around me and to myself also? Like, it's not just about this planet. It's also really about yourself because you don't want to eat microplastic as well. Right. So this is kind of the logic behind it. And I think that um, that veganism is such a great way to really support this like climate protection because you can do it every day. You can just easily change some things on one day and then just go from there. Uh, and it doesn't take much, you know, like everyone on this planet has eaten vegetables in their life, hopefully. So it's like, like a really fun and nice way to engage with this topic. I mean, when it comes to sustainability, and that's why I'm also so grateful for your project is there are a lot of like um, more difficult topics when it comes to energy consumption and stuff. This tends to get a little bit um, more difficult and maybe takes a longer time to, I don't know, um, I'm not an expert in it to, to really know what to do there. But for food, it's really like you can literally just eat some vegetables today and then you have already done something um, for this planet for yourself. So I think that's kind of the bottom line from veganism and when it comes to climate protection, sustainability. Of course, there is like, I could go on on this topic literally for like a week, maybe sometimes a month even because it's so, it has so many layers, um, but I, I don't want you to bore your audience. So if you have any questions that go deeper, ask them, but I could of course spread this topic until endless. <laughs> yeah and in fact i think it's something we talked before the recording is the the quite the overlap when it comes to the uh also in terms of the the community a little bit so uh you know people who are um interested in, in plant-based uh lifestyle or vegan food are uh, oftentimes also have a connection to sustainability maybe not always but very often it can be a motivation this is also what we're seeing in our in our community is that you know we have a lot of people that uh, f where food is an important aspect when it comes to sustainability or one of the main drivers, or one of the main ways to express their, their, uh, their passion uh, and uh, the importance of sustainability and uh, integrate that into, into their life. So, yeah, I think that that's very interesting. I mean, an another area, which I think is maybe interesting for the audience. I mean, if you, if you go on a journey from someone that is a heavy meat eater, uh, and you do already describing sort of the soft journey of someone kind of into get introduced into this topic and celebrating the imperfection. Probably it's also something like becoming a vegetarian uh, sort of could be more of a low, a lower goal 
Uh, and then obviously vegan is sort of the ultimate, I guess, <laughs> the Champions <laughs> League probably. But like, how how is it in your community? Is there um, any kind of tension between uh, people who are vegetarian and then people who are vegan? I mean, with your platform, you're fo more focusing on vegan, of course. Mm -hmm. But like, how where do you draw the line? And is it is it is sort of a, a blurry line? Like, do people sometimes un misunderstand the two things? Uh, like any kind of learnings when it comes mm -hmm. to the intersection of vegetarian and vegan? Uh, that would be interesting. Interesting question, actually. So, of course, we're very outspoken about the plant-based aspect of our um, community. So we didn't have any, like, misunderstanding on that level by now. Um, we also have like of course we know the once a new offer gets uploaded on melon we obviously also see it and we're as i told you before we are in like good contact with the host so we are making sure that there's no misunderstanding but even if there were some doubts you can always like use our chat function so we all you can always contact the host before asking about maybe hey is there Uh, coriander in it or um, what is like this gyros made of stuff like that and you can obviously also report it so the safety standards there are really high in our community as well but when it comes to how do vegetarian like vegetarian people see melon it's most of the times vegetarian people are really grateful because they experience new dishes that are similar to their diet already in like a new perspective in a new angle that they sometimes wouldn't have thought about it but now they see because other people kind of took their hand and say hey i have this great dish do you want to try it out so it's basically even maybe simpler Uh, and or easier because they say oh well eating vegan once or twice a week it's just really easy for me because they already went went through this awareness like there has to be something that i can maybe improve or is out of my everyday life that i now want to kind of change a little bit or um, do a little bit differently than before so i think there's like this high openness to um, try something new and so we have a lot of vegetarian people on our platform they all eat vegan and um, mm -hmm. when they eat yeah makes sense makes sense i mean another topic i would love to talk with you about is the topic of entrepreneurship right so mm -hmm. we at uh, footprint we see a strong overlap between the um the drive of making a difference and actually taking action for example expressing there's two the aspect of entrepreneurship like you're mm -hmm. doing it and the topic of sustainability right because i think it needs ideas it needs in inventions it needs uh, people who actually take action and, and find solutions basically for this topic um just like you're doing it with with melon what is any kind of uh, why do you think it's so important uh, for sustainability to have entrepreneurs and maybe young entrepreneurs kind of taking actions Oh my God, this is another great question. Like I love the question because I actually, I know so many people in the uh, sustainability that are really into sustainability as well. And also feel that urge that something needs to be done. And this responsibility that if you want to, uh, if you're passionate about your idea and it has a significant like 
benefits for others as well that you just can't stop yourself from doing it so i think it's a really um it's a problem that just needs to be solved and there are so many people who now get this awareness and become aware of it a lot more than before and it kind of has this dynamic that is that many people are drawn to but also needs need to be solved so there because there's not just one question uh, one answer to this question it needs so many different like problem solving solutions um and it's kind of we all try to together we can create so much more impact than alone and, and this is why i always tell them if you really are passionate about these ideas and you feel responsible to give something back to the society just go for it just try it and um, there are many people who support you and will support you throughout the journey and i think that's really unique to this time like the time we're living is, is that there's so much more awareness and people really see the need um to get things done and um yeah that's actually i think well well if you are have this kind of drive and the urge to do it now is the perfect time to do it because so many people are on the same journey with you and will just yeah support you in a community i think that's that's really unique because beforehand there was always uh, like sustainability was really important as well but maybe some founders were really uh, like the focus was not there and also the the kind of the investors were not so fond of it maybe or it was not so high valued but now people really start valuing the impact that you make with the things that you do and it's also some kind of also like a preset maybe even for new companies that are built now to stress this aspect of a business more so i think that's kind of what i'm seeing right now in the community yeah Totally agree. Totally agree with what you're saying. What are the trends that excite you the most when it comes to maybe vegan lifestyle or just sustainability, maybe at the bigger picture, any kind of customer or even technology trends that you're kind of seeing um, that are getting adopted in the community that really excite you about sort of the future? Well, of course, uh, as I'm coming from the software background, everything that's like uh, technology, um, based and sometimes also has to do something with like things that we can learn like big data sets that we have never ever been able to um, process and now are able to because of machine learning and stuff like that and really use that to make our like the to make the um, the way we harvest food more sustainable I think it's really that you're not only guessing but you're all so really analyzing the things that you do, that's kind of what me, excites me the most. And also because of um, this digitalization of the world that projects can become so big and so impactful in a really short amount of time. If you, for example, take Melon, it's not only in Munich, it's not only in Berlin, it's not only in Hamburg, it, it's all throughout Germany and in the years to come, hopefully all around the globe. And this is just possible because you have your um, phone with you, you have hopefully internet connection. And if you have that, you can just make an impact 
within like three clicks. And I think this accessibility is really amazing and excites me the most. It's like the technologies that are about to come and will help us to really make progress in the sustainability um, topic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about maybe the future of Melon, what are the steps that excite you the most or sort of the next steps that you're really looking forward to when it comes to the, the next step of, of Melon as a startup? So I'm so excited actually, because of course we launched um, the first vers version of, like the first version of um, Melon was published in February, 2021. And now, like a week ago, we published the Android app for Melon. And this is really, really excited, exciting. And then also in the beginning of the next year, we will publish the iOS app. And this is like, I'm looking so much forward to it because this means that our community will get um, notification whenever there's a new meal around them. And so this is what I'm really looking forward to, just making it even more accessible and easier um, to connect with other people. And this is kind of the very short term. But of course, I'm really excited that within the next two to three years, we also want to be um, available in, whole, in the whole of Europe. And um, hopefully in the years to come even globally and this is kind of what we already see is like this self dynamic like it spreads and spreads and spreads and every a person who helps us building this community um is likely that this person also again can help to build up this community and it's not like it's very local on one level but it can grow globally very fast and i i hope that we will see this um, in the next few years. We're already seeing it um, today. Like last month, we grew a little over 1,000 members in one month. And last week, we grew a little over 700 people already in just one week. So this is like the dynamic that we are that we are building up our community. And it's just amazing. So yeah, I'm really hope to see that development in the future as well and excited about it to just get to know so many more amazing people because right now the connections I've built from just over the past few months with the hosts like the, the when that whether it be like the the host that like one of our hosts she has makes her own um praline and the other one is uh, making like the most amazing American dishes, but veganized. And the next one is just like a Michelin star chef from Munich. And you are just getting to know the people behind these meals. And this is just what I'm excited about, about the people really in our community that we will um, be able to connect and just be celebrating each other. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, that's super, super interesting. I mean, there's also this creativity aspect that you already described because everyone has different ideas how to do it. And uh, well, you have the people that you're meeting, but then you all have the, uh, create, the creative ideas from them as well that you can talk about. And uh, I'm sure that's that's a really exciting exchange. Uh, and um, great to hear about the, the plans. We're gonna sh make sure the uh, audience has the link uh, in the description uh, for people to look up uh, the app and everything around Melon. Uh, Thank then, you. Uh, that way. So 
Cornelia, I would love to continue to talk to you. I think we have a really uh, amazing chat, but unfortunately we need to stop the recording here. So I would really like to thank you to share all these insights with the audience. And um, yeah, just thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and having this amazing talk.